Welcome to the Sadler Lectures podcast. Responding to popular demand, I'm converting my philosophy videos into sound files you can listen to anywhere you can take an MP3. If you like what you hear and want to support my work, go to patreon.com sadler. I hope you enjoy this lecture. In the course of his discussions about friendship in Book 8 of the Nicomachean Ethics, after talking about three main types of equal friendships, that is, friendships in which both partners are friends with the other person on the basis of some good, whether it be virtue or pleasure or usefulness, Aristotle is also going to talk about what are called unequal or sometimes called mixed friendships, where the relationship is not quite so reciprocal as that. And one of the key issues that, that arises with that is how to make those sorts of relationships work well by making sure that there's some sort of equality between the friends maintained. Because these friendships have to be regulated by some kind of proportionality, as, as we'll see. So he talks about several types of unequal friendships, not all in the same place in, in the text, by the way. The first type that he actually brings up is when there's what we might call power differences or rulership differences, differentials between who is actually in charge. And as we know from some of the other discussions, uh, familial relations often have a sort of natural basis for this. But he talks also about rulers and subjects. We might also think in terms of superiors and subordinates within an organization. You know, we could come up with all sorts of examples, even, you know, say the captain of a, a team or a team leader who's assigned to a particular project or something like that. In that case, Aristotle says that there is a relationship there, there is a friendship, and it's one that is going to be by its very nature unequal. Aristotle doesn't think that parents are on the same level as children, and there can even be differentials between elder siblings and younger siblings. He also talks about friends who are friends with each other on differing bases or in, in respect of different goods. So it may be difficult for a person who is genuinely virtuous to find another virtuous person to be friends with. You know, it takes a long time to cultivate that. But that's not to say that the virtuous person can't be loved, you know, felt affection towards whatever else we want to think about in this case by other people who don't possess virtue, but bring something else to the table. It could be that they bring pleasure, so we could have a, a virtuous person and people are friends with them because this person is a genuinely good person, but the other people who are not genuinely good people are at least pleasant. You know, they, they engage in some activities together that they both find pleasant. Perhaps the pleasant person is witty. Aristotle likes to use that as an example. There's also possibilities for the virtuous person to have relationships with other people where the other person really only has utility to contribute usefulness in some way. They make contacts for them. They invite them to the parties, but they invite them to the parties precisely because they want somebody there who is a genuinely good person because people like to spend time with people like that. 
A third possibility of an imbalance of this sort would be relationships in which one person is contributing pleasure and the other person is contributing usefulness. So people who are pleasant get invited to parties. The person who has the party is the one who's providing the usefulness in that case. The food, the drink, the opportunities, the music, whatever it is. And the person who's pleasant comes along for the ride and they get invited precisely because they are providing other people with pleasure. So we can imagine many uh, relationships of this sort. I think a lot of romantic relationships, people would like to think that they're different than they are, but they can be exchanges where one person is providing pleasure, the other person is providing some other kinds of benefits. We often make jokes about this sort of thing when we see that going on, or we say that somebody's truly out of the other person's league. What is she doing with him? What is he doing with her? Those would be examples of that sort of exchange. Another possibility that Aristotle talks about is when the friends are friends on the same basis. So in terms of the same fundamental good of virtue or pleasure or usefulness, but they vary from each other in the amount that they provide. So it could be, to take pleasure for an example, that two people really are pleasant for each other, but one person provides much more pleasure for the other person than the other person provides for them. Sometimes romantic or erotic relationships are like that, but we could also think of that in terms of friends who, you know, joke around with each other, friends who participate in sports together, you know, all sorts of other possibilities. It's the same thing for usefulness. Friends can be more or less useful to each other. This can also change from situation or time, or even, you know, you might say culture, now that we can travel around and place ourselves in different contexts. And there could be an imbalance there, right? One person could be much more useful to the other person than the other person is to them. We could even have this in terms of virtue or moral goodness within a person. One person might be much, much better than the other person. Perhaps the other person is just starting out on the path to virtue, doesn't really have it all together. The other person really does have it all together. And maybe it's even like a mentoring relationship or, you know, something along those lines. Another thing that Aristotle does talk about, he mentions very briefly something like wisdom. Not wisdom in the practical sense, but in the speculative sense. It could be that one person is friends with another person because that person is very, very smart and is able to, you know, convey knowledge to them. And that could also fit into this differing basis, but that could fit into the same level. We don't always have people who have developed their intellectual resources to the same degree, but they can be friends with each other. And the key issue here then, like I said, is, well, what equalizes the unequal? Why is this important? Well, like Aristotle says in terms of utility, if, if one person is putting in a lot and the other person is not putting in much at all, that looks more like a charity case and much less like a friendship. And I think we can say similar things in terms of pleasure or in terms of virtue as well. Not to mention the, the mixed friendships. So what equalizes things? What actually makes it possible for the people to feel like it's fair, like it makes sense, like everybody is getting something good out of it, the, both people are better off in the relationship than they are outside the relationship. 
So Aristotle suggests that affection, and when we talk about affection here, we're actually talking about that verb philein, to feel affection towards the other person, or philei that is to have affection directed towards you. And Aristotle says that the person who is superior in the unequal relationship should get more of the affection. That is, they should have affection felt more strongly towards them or displayed more strongly towards them by the person who is inferior in the friendship because that's the only thing that the, the other person can really give them back. They can't give them something that's useful, right? They can't give them something that's merely pleasant. And they don't have virtue to provide them with, but they can at least feel affection, display affection, talk about it. Another thing that Aristotle is going to talk about is, a little bit later is honor. Honor is, you know, sort of a public show of respect. I think that we could probably place displays of gratitude under that of honor as well. There's some sort of, you know, showing forth that the person is indeed grateful, and you're grateful for what somebody else has provided you with. So honor and affection, those are things that can, you might say, rebalance the scale so it's not so imbalanced. And one of the things that we, we ought to think about is what else could possibly fit in here as ways of making things equal. I'm not sure that within the Aristotelian scheme there are any answers to that, but there are possibilities perhaps for us. But we want to be careful that they don't simply then reduce to honor, which is perfectly fine. Aristotle thinks that's a great way to equalize it, or to affection. So these unequal friendships are, are very important. Many of the friendships that we are in, and particularly the friendships that we develop ourselves within, will turn out to be unequal friendships. So it's, it's quite important to keep this key idea or the key question in mind. Special thanks to all of my Patreon supporters for making this podcast possible. You can find me on Twitter at Philosopher70, on YouTube at the Gregory B. Sadler channel, and on Facebook on the Gregory B. Sadler page. Once again, to support my work, go to patreon.com Sadler. Above all, keep studying these great philosophical works.